Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Little Albie Shattuck. Hi. What have you done? So this it's your is, fault. This has been quite a year, everybody. This has been a quite a year. I would say that it started off um, with challenges, and um, and it's and, continued with challenges. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. And um, you know what's funny? It's almost as if. Uh, it's almost as if during the some challenges and turmoil, this and that, somewhere, and you know, in all our, our, our attempts to you know you, you steady the course and make things better and expand, you know, podcast wise and other ways, etc., which we're doing, which we'll tell you about a little bit down the road. We're working on stuff because this is a year. Um, this is the year where there's going to be changes, regardless to to certainly my career. It, which means either I will be I will have a new contract with my company or I will not um, or I'll be doing something different maybe with my com- company or perhaps another company we'll see and then we're really making the push now and we see um, the t- we see the um, opportunity to do something a little bit more for the burn barrel so that's the professional stuff now we um, it's funny in how this works um as we're doing all that stuff and working on our relationship, and Alice and I are very much in love, mm-hmm. and never have not been, even when things went nuts a couple of months ago, never have not been. As a matter of fact, regardless, I, I think it's fair to say in the last year, our relationship has gotten better. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, that's that's weird, because that's like 13 years in, or 12 and a half years in, whatever that is, and... You know, right? Well, part of that might be because the kids were hitting a nice age where it yeah. wasn't like constant baby toddler diapers, right. potty training, 
madness with babies and exactly. you know and this thankfully September. We disembarked from that. Thankfully, this it's September, over. And then all this the divine, kids will be school age. Right, and then which is great because now they're instead of being little burdens, they're little helpers, which is wonderful, and that's great. Mm-hmm. So I can finally have walls that are not written on, and we can move yep. on with our, our lives. Our youngest just turned five. Yes, very is, exciting. Yep, and he can like move the vacuum around, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. And then it's weird how this divine thing happens <laughs> where suddenly out of nowhere, uh, some kind of force calls an airstrike on your own position. <laughs> and that is what has happened um, this year. So since I can't say things very well, Alice, I will let you uh, I will let you continue this. So because things were starting to reach an equilibrium mm-hmm. and starting to go well and, you know, like we were starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel of like the really little kid madness Mm -hmm. phase obviously we're now pregnant correct so little tiny shattuck number five is going to be joining us in october right that is correct (laughs) that is an absurd thing by the way which (laughs) should we specify which birthing person will be delivering the child Oh, that's a good point because how would people know which of us could is be gonna, either? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to be giving birth. Oh, so you'll take this presumably, one, presumably. Yes. We could equally I'll be in charge of this one, just yes. as easily do it. Either one of us could do it. Yes. Um. So. Yeah, I'm also now um, of advanced maternal age, mm-hmm. which is good. That means. <laughs> you hear those kids screaming? Mm-hmm. That means- or AKA geriatric pregnancy. Correct. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to say anything, but we've all noticed. <laughs> so, and um, I joined the ranks of Tony Randall and um I don't know, there's some more. I think Michael um Michael Douglas might be there of somebody who's going to be having a child at the age of 78. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. There's no so, tacky more I haven't broken now in my life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at least it'll be a child of means. <laughs> so, <sighs> so, so Alice, so, is, yeah. it's funny because you, we were at, during one of our, um, like, just us time sessions, not sessions, actually, it was, a, I guess it was a drinking session, but no, you, Alice and I went out for like an appetizer and a drink, and a drink a mm-hmm. month ago or a month and a half ago, whatever, wherever that was. Yeah, a month so and close, a half ago now. It's so, it's so much closer to the, like, explode, the storm that it's so, it's hard to tell time, time. Mm-hmm. And we had a lovely time and we were surrounded by babies. This is a there bar. There were like three babies in this bar. Yeah, in Georgetown, I think it was. Mm-hmm. and. And like these people just were bringing all these little newborns, and I was like, "Oh, how cute! Look at all the babies!" And she was like, "I could tell." Thinking, yeah, no, no, no. There was this is a plot. This is a want. hit on me. And then, yeah, and then you said, "I want it." It was babies. like the next day or the Alice day was, after that. Alice I was had, like, had hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. Alice had 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 a um, a glass of wine, so she then approached each mother of each child to talk about their babies. <laughs> I love the baby. Everybody loves yes, babies. Yes, did. So there you go. I do love babies. However, I didn't necessarily like, well, whatever. I, I'm i going to love this baby too. It's going to be great. But yeah, it was just a few days yes. after that that I, I was like, hmm, I, I'm, yeah, like timing wise, I just had it. And so then I like started doing pregnancy tests and like first I was doing the kind with the line where it's like, right. if you see the second line, even if it's really faint, you're pregnant. And I was like, 
Are we sure that looks like another line? That can't possibly be a second line. I must be imagining things. And I took like six of them. And then Tom went out and bought the ones that say pregnant or not pregnant. And they all said pregnant. And right. Yeah. Um, which was a little clearer for me because I was in denial and did not want oh. to believe that oh. the little faint line meant that. Can I just tell you something? Mm-hmm. That, um, oh, forget it. I'm not going to tell you. So there's 11 people watching the live stream right now and nobody's commented. So I assume they're all in shock. And They are deleting <laughs> accounts currently and recouping their Patreon money and working over towards... On the bright side, you might get to watch me breastfeeding on the live streams in a few months. There you so go. So there you so go. You guys are very I mean... much into that. <laughs> and that's right. Then you know what? My days of enjoying your breasts that were rightfully returned to me it's like, you know, the stuff that the Nazis stole after in during World War II mm-hmm. finally came back to its home country. But no, the Nazis are taking it back. And and there go your breasts. And I can only imagine now... Um, Does it make light a little of what the Nazis did to compare babies breastfeeding not a, to Nazis? Not a perfect parallel, <laughs> <Okay>. probably. <laughs> but sometimes when I think of the pain and sorrow I feel being breastless... Um, I feel as if a vicious uh, Wehrmacht has <laughs> occupied my territory. Mm-hmm. So that's you've where we been are. blitzkrieged by <laughs> children. Else, calm down. You're, Sorry, your people are collaborators in that. So let's... no, we were not. We were put in camps. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Serbs were anti-Nazi. Yes, I know. Jeez. I know, I know. Just pro-Soviet. That's fine. 860. Oh, no, no, no. Well, okay, so only because the U.S. funded the socialists in Yugoslavia and undermined the nationalists saying, under Marshal I... Tito, who would have been a nationalist party in Yugoslavia or in Serbia. And, and the, the United States falsely propped up the, you know, multi-ethnic Yugoslav state under the communists. So... I mean, it's a buffer against the Soviet Union, so we'll just leave Are it you that. disparaging Tito's vodka in this house? No. Okay, because you mentioned Tito for a second there. I just want to make sure that uh, you fall in line. Okay. Remember Marshall Tito? You just mentioned it? Yeah. Do you, And then I said Tito's vodka? I get it. <laughs> Still sharp. Still get the uh, rapist wit. All right, so where should we start on this stuff? By the way, if you guys want to ask any questions, I'm sure you, I'm sure, assume you don't. I assume a lot of you are just, uh, you know, hitting the tequila now, just saying like, how much are they going to put us through? I think that should be the rest of the drama for this year. This drama is ostensibly good, and I don't think we have it in us to do any more bad drama. I don't think so, but I think that's us for this year. So, okay, Alice, can I ask you something? Yes, go ahead. Um. Is Bud Light gay now? Is that what's happening here? So, okay. So there's a bunch of people that think this is fake or like an April Fool's joke because this Dylan Mulvaney did do this on April Fool's. Why do we always have to talk about Dylan Mulvaney? I'm so sick of talking about Dylan Mulvaney. Can we stop? Like, I just... But it's. I like, remember when I accidentally called Dylan Mulvaney Dylan Roof? Sometimes I think about that. And I think, like, I'm not honestly sure which of them is worse sometimes. Like, I don't know. Um, But 
<sighs> so I, I, this cannot be fa- fake. It can't. It can't be. So and and here's the reason why I ultimately like I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I don't think this is fake. Is that Bud Light and Anheuser Busch in general has done a bunch of like, um, gay stuff in the past. Like they've done pride things and like I just I don't think. I don't know. But anyway, so yesterday, Dylan Mulvaney used a bunch of their hashtags, including like... Bunch of whose hashtags? Bud Light's hashtags. Like they have this, um, like whatever, carry contest thing, like to show yourself carrying Bud Light beers Mm -hmm. that they've been doing with different celebrities and stuff. Um, So... Uh, he used a bunch of their hashtags and was like tweeting. I mean, he did like three different TikTok or Instagram Hi. posts. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness. And I thought we were all just having a hectic month. But it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport. But either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with... So there's one of them. Here's another spot. Um, this is one that features Dylan Murray. The estimated call time is now less than 96 minutes. Grabs a... In the tub, grabs a Bud Light... Enjoying the tub is in a dress in the tub. Whatever, fine, you get it. So this is a yeah. this is a dude who's making pretend it's fine, and he's in the tub with Bud Light. Um, and so I, I I'm just I, I I don't look at Dylan Mulvaney and like and am like viscerally angry oh, at I all. Do. Oh, really? Okay, but what the fuck, Bud Light? Are you serious? I, that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. They have just supplanted the the you know ringleader of New Coke, uh, the ringleader of New Coke. I, I, I'm working mm-hmm. on a on a joke that I bet's going to make late late night soon. Oh, the guy who thought up New, okay, the, guy, the guy who thought up New Coke is saying, "Hold my beer." Yeah, you get it. There's a bunch of those. It's like Hershey's celebrating International Women's Month as a trans person, and then like Bud Light, "Hold my beer." So, and what do you mean? I, I I didn't make that up. No, a lot of people have done oh, that. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. What so, else didn't I make up? So, but this is my like, child, so right? A bunch I of made that up. People are saying like Bud Light hasn't tweeted about or like put this on their Instagram or acknowledged us in any way. So some people are saying like maybe they didn't know, and this is just Dylan Mulvaney doing an April Fools. But it seems like no odd way. that you would hashtag that you have a paid Bud Light sponsorship and all this stuff. Like I'm not sure, but like. And here's the thing, if that's true, and and the one thing that in that column for me that makes me think maybe it's an April Fool's thing is that Dylan Mulvaney uses the words March Madness, which you're not supposed to use in advertising if you don't have the rights to it. And I don't see Bud Light using that anywhere else, right? Because people own the terms March Madness. So that's why you'll see people be like, oh, is your bracket broken? Like, celebrate with us. Or like, bracket season is here. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see people using the term March Madness because that's like a TM people own that you're not supposed to do it i didn't know that, that was a thing but I, oh yeah and sense. you're not supposed to like i i mean i only know this because i 
work in marketing but like you're not supposed to our legal department comes after us like you're not supposed to use the oscars either like you're not supposed to say oscar or academy award so that's why people will be like red carpet ready and the award goes to they'll like say stuff that's like that show it's like the super bowl right where they're all like oh the big game da 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 right you know you're not supposed to use the word so and if you look at bud light's other social media and stuff nobody's saying march madness they're all saying brackets this and that and dylan mulvaney said march madness which makes me wonder if maybe it's not actually an official thing but that However, would be such a lawsuit well, it seems like an odd thing to do because it puts Bud Light in a terrible position because everyone's pissed at them now. So now they have a choice. They either say, like, that's ridiculous. We would never hire Dylan Mulvaney, which would make them bigoted and make a bunch of other people hate them. Or they just roll with it. And, like, it, I mean, if that's true, first of all, Sally and James, Sally the other James, reason I don't Europe. really think that's true is that Dylan Mulvaney supposedly makes like seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars for every like TikTok or Instagram mm-hmm. um, post for a brand. So, like, he's just giving like hundreds of that. I saw. I've seen at least three separate posts. So at least that's like that's at least like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of free advertising to like this huge corporation but regardless like it would put them in such a terrible position from like what they would say about it because they either deny it and and like look like transphobes or or they like piss off their whole client base but like i have trouble believing that he would do all that posting about it without getting paid because that's the whole shtick yeah, it, it, no. So it, I don't really, I, I just don't see like I, I mean, and like you said, light. like lawsuit wise, I just think there would be a problem if you did this, and like said you were a paid sponsor for a big brand and you weren't like it as is April Fool's Day joke a defense? Like, again, there's no that, way they would be he would be sued. And, and even and even if you weren't sued, like even if you said like fair use, it's a joke, it's parody, whatever. Like even if you said that, like how would you then, uh, you know, if, if you're a person who's like looking for corporate sponsors, which Dylan Mulvaney is, it makes you out to be such a bad actor in that space that like I don't see how you could like, I mean. Even if it weren't true, Dylan Mulvaney might be trying to get a paid sponsorship with something at Anheuser-Busch, right? Right? So, like, it wouldn't make any sense to piss them off like this. It's like, so defamatory. It just doesn't make any it's, sense it, it, at all. It's so defamatory. It's just, there's no way it's anything but a a a paid sponsorship. It's got to be. It's got to be. Or else they would come out right like, now and I said to you, I, Yeah, I mean, but they haven't said anything about it either way. I think they're going to have to because they have a reputation. Um, but anyway, like I, they have a reputation as a very pro LGBT company that's like donated to these causes and been doing stuff. They advocated for gay marriage before it was legal from their company. They're like, so it doesn't make any sense that they would like come out and deny it. But that being said, like for that property in particular for Bud Light, I mean, like if it were, you know, 
Bud Light seltzers or something like I would kind of get it. But like we were talking about earlier, I don't think I I mean, I know a lot of liberal people. I don't think I know a single liberal person who like willingly drinks Bud Lights. Like if that's all that's in the cooler, they'll drink it. But like, I don't know anybody who's liberal who I sure know conservatives who drink Bud Light who buy like a 30 pack of Bud Lights and will drink them all. Like I definitely know that. But I don't know anyone who who drinks Bud Lights who's a liberal. Do you? Like who goes out, who like brings no, us, but, who brings but, but, Bud Light, Light no, to the party, no, no, who goes no, no, to no. the liquor store and buys Bud Light. I don't know a single no. liberal who does that. It has never been done. No, it will never <laughs> like, be done. It is don't. it is a a total sign of um of blue collar or blue collar adjacent or blue collar um respecting uh drinkers nascar uh, nfl bud right? light people bud light people buy 30 packs and kill a 30 pack in a weekend or more than one 30 pack in a weekend i know a couple of guys both of whom are in recovery now who co- kill used to kill multiple 30 packs in a weekend of ice cold bud light they love them mm-hmm. and and it that's it that's what it is there is nothing there's nothing i mean there's nothing uh there's nothing gay or lgbtq uh culture about bud light whatsoever right and so like i can be mad about like the hershey thing or i can be mad that they're like advertising tampax or makeup with dylan mulvaney because fundamentally like gay men and women use makeup and they're the people who are like into this trans stuff it's not like the guys who are buying bud light and i did see one comment that i found very telling on um social media where people were talking about this because everyone's saying the same thing as we are basically like don't you know your audience like what is this and like basically what one person said that made me think a lot was like yeah they know their audience as well as like the NFL and the NHL and ESPN and Disney and all these places know their audience, which is they know their audience well enough to know that their audience is stuck and their audience is not going to go anywhere because they have nowhere else to go. So they're going to take whatever these woke corporations dish out to them and they're going to keep buying Bud Lights and they're just going to have to deal with the fact that their money is funding this absolute insanity. And like... I don't know. It made me think, but I sure hope that it's not true. Like, I hope that they get a backlash for this or they have to, like, come out and say something either way, because either it it's astonishing to me, like, true or not. And, like, there hasn't been confirmation from them that it's true. But I, I just like I don't see how that how this helps them. You know, it, there's no good answer if you're Bud Light. You know, it, it, there's Let no good solution. Let me tell you something, Yeah. That was a 30-pack of filling by you. Nice, <sighs> ju- Nicely done. You're so welcome. It's, the, it's, no, it's terrible. I'm telling you, and I tweeted this out earlier, and, and I've had people say it's a terrible, horrible, hateful comparison. This is what you do. Alpha brands like NASCAR, mm-hmm. you want to po- play BS games and play the Bubba Wallace fake make pretend game? Of you know walking along, pretending that there was a noose in the in the garage. Yeah. Well, there you go. You've opened a door. So now it's happening to Bud Light. Sayonara, Bud Light. Sayonara, Budweiser. Sayonara, any Anheuser Busch car uh, beer. It is now the domain of. Um, it is now the domain of uh, Yingling. Yingling is essentially 
They're the new ones, unless they go woke too. Nobody wants to, anything to do with this stupidity. It's not as if you're blowing our mind because there's some dude pretending he's breakfast at Tiffany's, you know, gallivanting around, pretending he's a little girl. Well, and like you pointed out too, his whole shtick is pretending to be like a six-year-old and like a girl. Like he never uses the word woman. He never says he's a woman. He says he's transitioning into being a girl, day 365 of being a girl. And like maybe if it's an adult man pretending to be a child, you shouldn't uh, be having them have alcohol endorsements. Right. Which is another reason why this is so badly thought up. It's incredible. It is incredible. I, I, I am. I, I, at this point, what is next? It really does seem, and I've had people call and say this. It really does seem like, like, like people are just trying to hit the gas here and and drive the car into the wall. It really does. It seems like people are just saying that, that the left, the crazy left, is just saying, you know, hit the pedal to the metal. More make pretend, more make pretend, more make pretend. Well, yeah, and I was kind of saying this when you were out of the room, too, but, like, one point that somebody made on Twitter that I thought was really interesting is with all the stuff about, like, this isn't their audience, they're going to suffer for this, go woke, go broke, is somebody said, like, yeah, they do know their audience. They know that their audience isn't going anywhere, and their audience is going to have to take this woke crap, just like the ESPN audience and the NFL audience and the NHL audience is they're going to put up with this, and they're not going to suffer at all, and, like, these same people who drink Bud Light are just, they're not going to stop buying Bud Light. They're just going to have to know that their money is funding absolute insanity like this. You like, think so? I think but, that the you remember what happened in, in Massachusetts with Market Basket? And that, by the way, was a bunch of progressives. Well, a lot of them. A lot of them weren't, mm-hmm. too. Because if you guys don't know, Market Basket is a beloved uh, big supermarket that um, was family-owned by this guy called... Uh, Arthur S. There was Arthur S. DeMoulis and Arthur T. Arthur and- T. DeMoulis, and people loved him, and they, the supermarket had a great business model where they were t- at cut rates, so you could buy lots of food for little money. It was a great mm-hmm. thing. It's where I still go, mostly. And most of us in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, uh, are, probably go to... So um, then the other company, the other members. You can of, buy Chelsea Firework at Hot Sauce. Day. Yes, the other family members essentially did some kind of hostile takeover and had him mm-hmm. like removed out of the picture. Yeah, people, he was the CEO and they took him out. And people so loved him in this state. They so loved him that they just stopped going there immediately. And, and the was, employees went on strike and they asked right. people. They said he's so beloved as a CEO and part owner of this company that we are not going to go to work anymore and please don't go to Market Basket anymore. Right. And Tom, obviously, because he's a scab. <laughs> we, I think we had been in Vermont and you, we came down and on the way back we stopped yeah. in the Market Basket and you went in and you were like, it's empty. There's nothing there. The shelves are empty. There's no right. people in there. Like people really did it. But I just don't so there is think- a brand loyalty thing where people b- believe in that. Actually, I think it's I think it's even more so than than we think. Right. Just think about the stuff that people buy. There's a reason why people buy certain spring waters, etc. You know, some some mean more sophisticated, more elegant. Now, there's a reason why people. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wait, you know, it's... Starbucks I mean, sure, but do you think Budweiser's really going to notice a difference on the bottom line? To the bottom line, yeah, I think that maybe the reason they're doing this is because they're saying, I think, I, and I don't know this, but I think Budweiser Bud Light is saying, okay, anybody who wants something light now is buying spike seltzers, uh, and we need to do something to bring the spike seltzer crowd in. Let's get this dude in here mm-hmm. to dance around, and maybe that'll that'll make people think that we're the ones because the spike seltzer that is your gay beer already. It's already right. there. Like White Claw is all set. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's you don't have to do whatever. So to like to try to bring in Bud Light, and also the company is like Dutch or whatever. I don't think they know anything. Of, you know, I think they're just guessing. D- Dutch is the place where Dutchland, whatever it's called. I don't know what the Dutch are. Holland is that what they are? Well, yes, now the Netherlands. Okay, so like you know, th- those are the people who had that that weird top surgery kids showcase show the over the weekend. You saw this, right? Uh, I don't know if I did see Where they showed, they brought on a bunch of kids, like, uh, you know, who wants to be a millionaire instead? It was like, who wants to see what top surgery is? And they showed kids and people were totally naked. And they're like, yeah. Okay. That's it. Why not? Everybody's lost their minds. Actually, maybe it doesn't make any business sense. Maybe maybe totally that the DEI departments have hostily taken over every other department. And nobody Mm -hmm. else, the sales execs, like, oh, you don't know. Do we, uh, okay. I mean, what you you incrementally get pushed around like that, then there's no end to it. You can't ever start to push back. It's too late for a lot of these companies. It's just too late for some of them. Like what? Like it? Like from the great um, movie Predator, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Anybody or any institution or any company that has shown at all that it will bleed a little bit, they know they can kill. So they're coming back for others. They're not. Like mm-hmm. there's a reason. Like why these companies don't bother going after Howie Carr anymore because he doesn't bleed. Right. Doesn't show him anything. And the same with a few other entities out there. Like, I guess Netflix stood stood up. Chappelle now. Chappelle now could pretty much say whatever the hell he wants. Mm-hmm. He's found himself... He's on the other side now. Like, where it's all clear and he, he can do stuff. And there are a few people like that. I guess Rogan is like that. Yeah. Where or can, even Tucker, although he's more ideological than some of the sure. ones that you've mentioned, probably, but um, has shown a lack of uh, interest in bowing to or apologizing to these mobs. And here's another thing, is that like, I was listening to Michael Knowles had a good, um, who wants to eradicate all transgenders, do you know that? He wants, yeah, transgenderism no, eradicated from all, public life. Mm-hmm. He wants genocide. The, the, yes, he wants them all, all, every human being killed. So that's, that's a lot of people. Well, he had some great podcasts with people going after, it, where he played people going after him for that. 
And one of the people asked him, he had this dialogue with some college people who are progressives, and they said, what if you had a trans kid um, who needed to who needed to transition, et cetera, and needed to f- take this trans journey, et cetera. And he said, um, I seriously doubt I'll have a trans kid. We don't have that culture around my house. And I think that's the same with us. We're mm-hmm. having a, another child right now, and I, I, that doesn't exist in our house because it doesn't really exist. It doesn't really Right, you exist. have to make it up for your kids. Right, you have to make to it up and up show them that. that it's an exciting opportunity. It might make mommy, if you're Catherine Clark, make me mommy, mommy extremely happy because mommy's got psychological issues and it was trying to, you know, climb politically. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, I don't know any real conservatives who have trans kids. Maybe there are some, but no. I mean, take the dress off is... Uh, Four words, and they're available to you. <laughs> and if you want to, I mean, we've had all our little boys, maybe not James, but the other ones, all wore dresses and ran around and stuff like that. Oh, I don't care about, like, if it's, like, right. from the dress-up bin they're and they're, they're goofing Elsa, around. Right. Like, but there's no, like, affirming, oh, my goodness, we caught him in a dress. Let's go affirm him. No, I don't immediately run over and go, like, how does it make you feel to be in the dress? Like, because I'm not a right. psychopath. Well, I die if I break the glass sense. and die for the Julio is a uh, is a mermaid book, so we can run over to him and make sure we get it on uh, on uh, you know Instagram for everybody. <laughs> we just wanted everything to know that they Timmy is now they, and he's having it. Shut up! This is such nonsense. Such nonsense. Opinion essay. By Kat, uh, by Marcy Bowers on the um, New York Times, what decades of providing trans health care have taught me. This year, more than 350 anti-transgender bills have been introduced in state legislatures, pushing discussion about treatment for trans and gender diverse patients further into the national spotlight. It isn't hard to surmise that politically convenient doubts about the validity of trans identities have come to take the form of prohib- prohibitions against trans health care. To be sure, worthwhile questions about how to best address how to best address a gender diversity, adolescent mental health, and teens' expectations about gender remain, but answers to them will not be found in legislation that will harm, not protect children, families, and their health care providers. We must ask ourselves: Why are legislators and politicians making medical decisions for patients and families instead of doctors? Although the gender dis- diversity has existed for centuries. Eh. Medical treatment of gender dysphoria, the diagnosis of those who experience discomfort when their gender identities do not match their sex assigned at birth, developed as transgender people became increasingly visible in the late 20th century. In 1979, a group of trans knowledgeable professionals, professionals, surgeons, and mental health experts met to establish standards for the health care needs of transgender patients. The standards provided order, objectivity, and science to a process that was then poorly understood by the medical community. The author of these guidelines founded an organization that would later become known as the World Professional Association of Transgender Health, which I now lead. Anyway, the point is of this thing is that this is an entire screed by a transgender health person that never once talks about how the treatments in Europe have been totally abandoned. Is that country after country now is saying we're we're not cutting people anymore, and when somebody says transgender health, run the hell run away like you would have ten years ago. This crap, this idiocy has seeped into our 
our the idea that you wouldn't provide transgender health for for children it would it would pro- prohibit it yeah because you don't cut off parts of kids it's- well yeah and like i mean i think you had sent the tweet from andrew sullivan earlier right. too but there's a bunch of people talking about how europe has backed away a lo- from a lot of these standards of care which have been very heavily politicized um and and you know it's it's activists running the show now here in terms of the medical care for quote trans kids if you even believe that that's like a concept right and the idea that that this is some like immutable thing that the standards of care for transgender medicine right now are like that's going to be set in stone forever and people are going to believe that that's you know the right thing to do forever is just that's a denial of what medical history has been like like we used to lobotomize people too we used to do electroshock therapy we used to do all kinds of stuff Uh, and and we don't do those things anymore because we learned that they're actually bad and don't help and you know i think that we're gonna find that with this transgender stuff that like a lot of these practices are actually incredibly barbaric and i mean that's of course, my they opinion, are. but you know, I w- we'll find out. But the this idea that the medical experts are always right when they change what they believe from moment to moment, and you have to believe everything they say every given second, even if they believe the opposite thing the next time, and it just exempts you from responsibility to just believe everything the medical experts say, even though they're just as swayed by activism and trendiness and everything else as as anybody is. Oh, but I think possibly even more, depending. Right. So, I mean, this is a this is a big issue. And I, I think that it's very, very telling what you see going on right now in Tennessee and in Nashville in particular. But I mean, also in Florida and with Ron DeSantis and, you know, they did a takeover thing in that state house too. And they did one in Tennessee. They did a die in in Nashville to, uh, you know, show that they're being killed like whatever two days after one of them killed a bunch of children for no reason like there so uh you know i've never seen i have never seen with any mass shooting so little interest in particular school shooting with kids so little interest in the victims the families the reason why in particular a mass shooting where it's seemingly political like this you know the adam lanza thing or the uvaldi thing there's no like political agenda motivation they're not releasing the manifesto here but we know there is a manifesto which like the adam lanza didn't have a manifesto because he was just a freaking lunatic right right so there's no like political motivation how quickly did we have the buffalo shooters manifesto i think pretty quickly how quickly did we have like the new zealand shooters manifesto like we learned this stuff those were political attacks even like the tree of life synagogue shooter that was a political attack so you know we knew that right away this they're not saying i've never seen the motivation so covered up by the authorities because people are unwilling to say it and i've never seen so little interest and in the victims of the crime it seems to me that all of the mass culture the from the president and the White House on down, from Hollywood, Madonna's doing a trans rights benefit concert in Nashville now. I mean, like, I, it's literally the most bizarre thing I have ever seen, where these groups of people are 
acting as though the real victims of this. And they're doing it in the place where the shooting happened. In Nashville, they're holding these protests, these die-ins, these benefit concerts for them. Like, they're the victims of it. It's really actually completely astonishing. Polymath says, this is the Madonna concert, says, uh, the message of our, our culture is currently sending is, if you target and kill Christians, we will completely ignore the people you murdered and lavish your preferred group with money, sympathy, and encouragement. It's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Listen, we don't. Uh, we'll get to Donald Trump later. He actually put out an incredible ad mm-hmm. that was really good. Uh, we know that his indictment crap is out. Uh, Alvin Bragg is is pushing that. It's 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 BS. It's nonsense. Um, people, the media's all over, all the Sunday shows were talking about that, of course. And this is unprecedented. Remember, this is not anything to be trifled with. It's all BS. This is the Stormy Daniel stuff and the payoff happened seven years ago. They had all the time in the world. The DA before Bragg um, had his his chance. One of the things he had a problem with is that he said that people around Trump, including Cohen, weren't being um, weren't being uh, forthright. It's like, yeah, well, now Cohen's your star witness. It's a total BS. It is, and and I'm sorry, some of the people like who I like, like Jonah Goldberg, have lost it. These people, Republicans, were saying. It's karma. He deserves it. Doesn't matter. It's like that's not how this is supposed to work. That is not how it's supposed to work at all. It's just total BS. Uh, Alice, what is the hot sauce? Um, the hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked hotline, where you can leave messages for the Burn Barrel Podcast. That's at burnbarrelpodcast.com. The hot sauce is a delicious hot sauce that you can really have on anything. Um, it has both heat and flavor. You're not really sacrificing one or the other. Um, I believe they have new flavors coming out soon, if they haven't already, by the Ooh. way. Um, and they donate 5% of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Foundation. So, really, you're doing good while you have a delicious hot sauce. So, you can find that at Market Basket or Big Y or at ChelseaFireHotSauce.com. Hello, Tom and Alice. John and Greenwood here. Hey, John. Quick question for you. Okay, so let's say you're telling someone about the uh, Burn Barrel podcast, and they're interested, and they say... What episode should I check out first? The correct answer is okay. Thank you. Hmm, it's kind of changed. It's evolved so much. So, I mean, you know, I think a, a good one was that one that I did solo with uh, with um, almost three years ago when with the Baker lockdowns. Remember, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the summer, and that was lively, etc. But I don't know. I liked having Noah Rothman on. I mean, it's mm-hmm. different since Alice has been here because she 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 provides one. She's a she's much more religious, but not just you know she's not snake handling religious religious. She's she's fact driven. So what's a good what's a good um, what's a good episode of the Burn Barrel podcast? Probably not one from the dark times. Um, oh, Matt Welch is always good. But yeah, he's a he guest. It, it's a tough thing to answer. I mean, was there a particular time when we were the one where I we really t- did enjoy your lockdown ones during mm. like the Baker times and the Jack. T- that's when we did the Thanksgiving song too. Right, the one where you a lot fell of you guys probably haven't even good. listened to those. <laughs> the me falling in the studio. Mm. I don't know what that's called even or uh, when that would have been. Oh, there's more. The more when we more when we make fun of you. What um, some of those other ones where. Um, you know what? People should submit their favorites. 
I think. Yeah, we should ask good, the listeners because I don't point. think we should be ready with that answer. That's true. That's true. What are the iconic Burn Barrel podcast episodes to like must listen to catch up on the scene? The drunk tree dragging episode. That was an important episode. Remember when you said I dragged a tree trunk down the driveway, but. You had a typo in the tweet, so you said I dragged a tree drunk down the driveway. Oh. <laughs> and everybody was like, Alice was drunk driving. Oh, I did like the one. Oh, yeah, I definitely most likely indicted you for that. And, and I did like the one, too, where you where you talked about removing me from the house, uh, being worried that when I caught a heart attack that you didn't <laughs> want to see, see people, the EMTs to see that the second floor was dirty, so you'd have to drag me down the stairs. <laughs> Yeah. We'd have to clean the house before we called emergency services. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's a good. One. Actually, I also think that uh, although a lot of people don't, probably don't like it, I, that um, have you even seen my Instagram? I saw that you posted something on Twitter, but I haven't been able to watch it yet. Why? Because I'm in the show right now. I'm focusing on our show, and I'm here present should... in the moment. Oh, wait, you're pregnant. I have some questions for you. Yes. One is a child mine. Yes. How do you know? Because you're the only person that I slept with. How else do you know? Because it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to mean exactly? I don't know. What's the answer that you're looking for here? Because <laughs> it's annoying. Jesus. Um, okay. Uh, two. How many times have you been pregnant? Five. Three. Will you be bringing the baby to term? Um, yes, typically are, I tend to deliver around 39 weeks. That's there are women's health care facilities and family planning facilities around. You know I that, don't right? do that. No. You don't do that, okay. No. no. Uh, Everyone will be relieved to know, by the way, that we had an ultrasound to date it, and it is not twins. So yeah, yeah. I was relieved to know that. The ultrasound tech was like, let's just make sure there's not another one. Been a lot of twins lately. And I was like, no, please do not Ugh. say that to me in that tone of voice right now. Cannot take it. What Big do we breaths. name the baby child? I don't know. I think we've used all the names now, so we're out. We're going to have to make up something crazier than Cyril. So I, I want a name that's going to show people that we're really good people. Um, I don't know. Like Zelensky? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little Zelensky Shattuck? Okay. Or uh, what else could we go with? I don't know. Uh, no, I like that. Unless there's a trans name. Like, oh, what's that guy who used to steal the luggage? I want to name the baby after him. Uh, I forgot his name. Um, Lindwood. Lindflid. Anyway, we've got time to work on that. Uh, Sam Brenton. Yes, yes, yes. Sam Brenton Shattuck is the mm, new child. And that's actually, that works for two of the more popular genders of the 145. Sam can be boy or girl. That's true. That's true. Um, we haven't used that many girl names, so I think uh, if we're my unused girl names include, uh, I tend to pick names everyone hates. I don't know um, how this happens to me, but um, my unused girl names include Dinah, Mabel, and Lydia. So I don't know. I like all those, but um, if it's a boy, like I feel like we're kind of out of luck. So my cousin I don't is really looking for the podcast. So she can listen. Oh, she can't listen. Can I'll send it to her afterwards? Yeah, yeah. She's not a Patreon member. I don't think after. we don't know how it works. I'm sorry. It's... I mean, you can give your cousin the Patreon link if oh. you want. I I sent it to you. So you know, since it's okay. family, Ready for a new I'll message? let you. 
put her in. Yes, play a new message. So I was at Taco Bell and um, Good man. Mm-hmm. just uh, ordering some tacos. And um, I saw uh, a boyfriend, girlfriend, it appeared to me. And uh, he w- he walked in and didn't open the door for her. Oh, wow. Here we go again. <sighs> Round two. Chivalry's dead, Justin. So after I was done eating, you know, I... I waited uh, in my car, and then when I seen him, I ran him over, and then backed up, ran him over again, backed up, ran him over again, backed up, and then I did that another time since it's an even number. <laughs> Good man. Now, there's only one thing you need to know. Now, I have, by the way, I'm starting to compile a book, Alice, a novella. Okay. About my life. Good. And I have it's a book about guidance. It's I consider myself what I call a life coach. Okay. And so two things you need to know. One about having babies is you know this one, Alice, right? Um, I oh hold two things. Hold two things. That way okay. you don't have to hold the baby, which I'll be reemploying. I'm gonna have to dust that off. I thought I was done with that, but back mm-hmm. to hold two things is nothing worse than being stuck holding the baby. Two for Taco Bell. One to one. What is one to one, Alice? Tell the class. You use one sauce packet for each bite of Correct. your burrito. Correct. And my daughter knows this and uses it in practice now. Good. Hey, guys. It's Tim and Ken. I was going to leave Tim. a hey, voicemail message for you. But you know what? I, I just can't be bothered. Why don't you just go check my website? Just read <laughs> it from there, and then you can take from that whatever you can gather and, <laughs> I don't know, put together your own concept of what my voicemail would have been. Okay, I got to get going. I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Bye. That's my friend John Lott calling back in. <laughs> I like him. Maybe we'll name John Lott Shattuck. We should name this one after a jerk. Tim and Canton Shattuck? I'd be I'd be honored. I get the feeling that there's probably 5,000 people naming their kids Tim and Kenton Shattuck. <laughs> Are they really? Is that true? Hey, guys. Uh, Tom hey. gave me an idea on a new way to handle the Shat Chat. Uh, yeah. Might generate some more calls for you. Okay. Uh, he should give us all his cell phone number, mm. which we could then call... And he could hold that cell phone as far away from the microphone <laughs> oh, like as possible Montante. as he did with Montante. Um, you know, and if you think about it, this would give all callers the ability to say anything we wanted to say without a fear of being heard. Yeah, Just Tom does idea. tend to cut people Thanks off. Thanks for all you do, guys. See well, that ya. was a live call from Montante. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. Phil. But you know what I'm – although phone calls – we could just start to take calls. We do have that Google Voice number. That would work, right? I don't know if it would work because we know we need a mix minus. I mean, that's why that why that thing. Didn't we do a call with oh, Leslie can we... before? Well, yeah, yeah, or that, with um, yeah, but that, that was delivering a, a or Zoom. With... No, it wasn't on Zoom. You used the Google Voice number. What am I going to call them? They can call the Google Voice number too. They can. Though. Yes. What's the number? It's listed there on the Google Voice number. It's like a nine seven eight number. We reserved it. I don't know. What happens when they call? Should I give it out? Or tomorrow? We'll do it tomorrow. We'll try tomorrow and see if it works. Okay, guys? So mm-hmm. be in the chat tomorrow. We'll give out the Google voice number and we'll see if uh, taking live calls works. We're not going to test it in advance. And right? I have a question. And see for if you. it works beforehand, but we'll, we'll test it tomorrow. Uh, we do have to do the Patreon show today, though. I, okay. But. What the heck is a shit? A shat chat. That's cool for shattuck chat. It's Fritz and Fritz a cat. We're gonna yep. see him this week. 
What's up, man? It's Fritz the Cat. Just said, I figured I'd just say hi. Hey, Fritz. Here and hey, see Fritz. Where it goes, who even knows? Hopefully, we'll see. As you, you know, Friday we all week. had a nice protest out there, and um, it was at the UConn. No, no, UConn lose law school. What was it? The law school law. law? School. It was kind of fun. I was out there with Lebo and uh, Christine and a few other people, and there was a lot of freedom groups there. It was kind of fun. Um, I don't know. Well, I thanks, Fritz. We'll, uh, we'll, um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about more about that. Actually, I'll talk more about it tomorrow, obviously, on the show, Fritz. I'll see mm-hmm. you uh, Wednesday, uh, though, as a matter of fact. Uh... Hey, Tom and Alice, John and Greenwood again. Hi, John. Yeah, so probably uh, six ninety six. Can wait for later, right? Okay, bye. What does that mean? I don't know. Six ninety six. Can wait for later. Six ninety six. Episode. Oh, is that one of the bad episodes? Oh, is it? Oh, I see. I don't remember John. which is which. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Let me look. But that might be that might be like your bad one. Yeah, there are a couple in uh, late January, early February, which were more car crashes than episodes. Although I still think you can glean some good stuff there, and it was horribly misrepresented by uh, Mr. Minahan. And I thought he did a at, lovely, lovely. At all. Lovely and respectful job. All right, we've got a couple left, but we have no time, so we'll have to push these till tomorrow, okay? Yeah, although I think there's going to be some more tomorrow with the baby news, possibly. You think so? I don't know. I mean, guys don't want to deal with babies, and I don't blame them whatsoever. I'm not a baby guy either, guys. I understand. I'm right there with you. All right, Alice, you ready? I'm ready. So if you are on Patreon, stay there. We are still going to be live streaming. We're going to do the Patreon segment next. If you're into that and you want to join us for that, that's at patreon.com slash burn barrel. But of course, you can find the main show for free five days a week at burnbarrelpodcast.com where you always enjoy it. There's links to all the different places to listen. It's so fun. You can also see us on social media at burn barrel pod on Twitter uh, where we have a blue check. I'm going to discuss that in the Patreon show and uh, facebook.com slash burn barrel podcast. C'est la vie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.